0: There is this popular saying by Stewart Stafford. The eldest child is the golden one, the middle child invisible, and the youngest child is loud. Welcome to another episode of The Open Discussions, where we share, scores and good real life matters from God's perspective. My name is Ayobami Grace House, and here with me is...
1: Boussaye (laughs) Oladineje.
0: Today again on our table is an important family life discussion titled "Siblings Rivalry." Here is a background story: Roland and his sister used to be close, but lately their relationship feels strained. Years of favoritism towards Roland by their parents has taken its toll, and now, after what should be family celebration but turned disaster, Roland worries he may lose his sister entirely. Can Roland save your relationship before it is too late? With Sion, oh. This is a major one right here. If you have not experienced siblings' rivalry, you should have heard about it. It tears down bonds and friendships between siblings and may even lead to hatred. But here in this week's background story, let's pay attention to this detail. It says, years of favoritism towards Roland by the parents has caused this. This makes me believe that there are a lot of Roland's out there. <laughs> Pusaya, don't you think so?
1: In short, we are plenty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All across the world.
0: I'm telling you, sincerely, it's, it's kind of everywhere. So, But do you have something to say about parent favoritism briefly?
1: And is it possible that you have any, you know, experience or heard about it? Yes, I mean, everybody has interacted with their favoritism at a certain point. Mm -hmm. Me, for example, I I think it's just a recent that me and my mom, we sort of have a bond down, you know, we're kind of close. But growing up, we're not close. We showed that I was not even like top two of my mom's favorites. we used to have a lot of fascists and we sort of used to, you know, build resentment between me and uh, my older brother. I remember a particular story. I did this math, I was among the top three. We had one math exam and our math teacher was so proud and gave me this shirt as a gift. And I went to my mom and said, give this to your brother. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't look like a new shirt. It's like a new shirt. And I'm like, my shirt. I mean, I want this thing for square. I read, oh I saw this, and I have to give it to my brother. And I didn't want to give it to him, and then she kind of guilted me about it, and I eventually I had to give it to him, and I felt really, really bad. Anytime so I saw him with that shirt, I was always angry, and I hated it, and I thought, really, this is, is like, you're taking my reward and giving it to somebody else. I parents of racism is a real thing, and I think all parents should be aware of it. We All have our favorite, I and mean, we have a child that just seems to get us. This child is just like us, you know, thinks like us, likes the same music like mm-hmm. us, add our minorities, and so we tend to, you know, show that child in front of other siblings that I would kind of like the child more, we value the child's presence more. But it's something we have to be proactive about and not showing who our favorites is. I think the goal of every parent is you want to create a safe space for all your children a safe open space where each child feels like they matter to you and that their voices will be heard equally no child will have a more voice than the other child so as parents i think one thing you want to look at is not show favoritism you want to have this open communication with your children there has to be this feedback mechanism because sometimes you do things subconsciously you don't want to show favoritism but because you know likes are just gelling You are already showing it without even being aware that you're showing it. So you also have this feedback mechanism with your children. Where it can be a family night every week, you all sit down, you all take stock of your week. You know, you ask your child, what body do you feel like? You know, we are showing this child a particular attention that we're not showing you. And each child can come and talk and explain how they feel. And we can receive those complaints positively and walk at them. And the child should be able to see it next week so that they don't feel like uh, we're just talking, but mom and dad is not doing anything. So, you want to open, you want to have that open space, open co- uh, uh, conversation with your child. And each, another thing you want is you understand the uniqueness of each child. So, you want to treat each child based on that uniqueness. As much as you're happy family time, you want to have separate times for each child where you're doing something that is of interest to that child. If it means going to going fishing with one child because the child loves fishing, you do that. If it means going to the amusement park with another child because that's what the child loves, you do that. So each child feels like, oh, I matter to dad and start that, to That's creating this weekend just for me. And the other child knows, that okay, the next weekend is my own weekend. And the third child knows, that, okay, the next weekend is my own. Because nobody's feeling completely left out and nobody's feeling like they're getting call attention per se. And if there has to be a need when one child gets more attention than the other, you want to communicate it to your child that, okay, this particular sibling has is going through a rough time right now and they need more emotional support or they need more physical support. So we want to be there for this child and each child is carried along and they feel like they're imputing into that. So as parents, I think what we that we have to be proactive about it in not making one child feel like they're sidelined compared to the other child and oh. um, that's i think yeah, yeah. that's
0: that's that. amazing sincerely that's like you let elaborate you really talked about a lot of things but on even how parents can help this it's really a matter of the hearts it's something that every parent must pay attention to because it happens mm-hmm. and um the truth is it's it's kind of normal it's it comes up naturally and before you know it if you don't pay attention to it it escalates and you see a thread am- mm-hmm. amongst your children and it's not healthy for the family at all it's not healthy for the family
1: no mm-hmm. yeah no yeah. yeah. so but um i want to add something racial. i mean we're talking about sibling rivalry is there a way we can eliminate it completely i mean do you think there can be a family setting where the siblings just get along all the time. Is there a way it can be completely anything? And what can parents do to completely eliminate? Or is it even something possible? Well, what do you think about that?
0: Oh, okay. That's an amazing question. Um, the truth is, like I said the other time, it's it's normal when it starts, but it's abnormal when it's, mm-hmm. it's now escalating, turning to hatred, bitterness, and um, they don't want to see eye to eye that's that's bad and also by the time you start seeing them fight and beyond certain age you want to pay attention to it and you want to quickly curb it before you know before the before the story of Roland and um the sister is 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 playing out in your home. So you really want to that that's yeah. that's not right. It's not right when they now I put, I put it happens everywhere. And uh, sincerely I've I've heard about a lot of stories. Uh, at some point my mom and our siblings would have some you know, quarreling and all of that, and I would overhear them, and ho- I I just knew something was not right, and it was as if um <laughs> that time actually before before God helped me to you know to understand that this thing is really not right. You know, it, it got to that time when parents, your parents want you to know that yes, you have these cousins, you have. Of course, I'm sure that we all have one cousin or nephew that we are not really <laughs> in close terms with. We are not close to them. We are not really talking just because our parents and their own parents are not in talking terms. So, yeah. yeah. So I, but that's really it's something that every family should work on. It's it's really not right. Yeah, we can start getting on each other's backs when we start from the beginning. Okay, so uh, this child, your mom, your mom, you're the only one enjoying everything. You know, enjoying the attention. You're the sole focus. You know. The oldest child you know being the sole focus of the attention and his request that answered quickly and he didn't have to share his time or toys with anyone suddenly the sister came along and it's just like a stranger to him and all the hints and purposes and now mommy is slower to pour his milk because she's feeding the baby you know and he has to wait for daddy to finish changing the baby's diaper you know before they can play together you know things like that the baby start feeling like okay am i coming second now what is happening who is this child who is this stranger and because of that he's just not happy and you want to touch my toy Mm -mm, mm -mm, don't touch my toy i don't want it don't come close to me and all of that and before you know it as they're getting older they just want to they, they they are you know fighting and the, the elder one is you know shunning the, uh, the younger one and with time the younger one too feels like okay now I'm, I'm grown up and i'm independent that's like maybe age two or something <laughs> you know independent and she's tired <laughs> of being bossed around by the big brother and now she wants to start yeah to start, you beat me i hate you you hate me i hate you and that's how it starts <laughs> You know, and that's how we started. And you are seated as the mother or the father, and oh God, Isaac, you again? What happened? It's the De- it's Deborah. She took my toy, and before you know the said, "Mommy, mommy." Yeah, it's it's kind of normal. It, it happens that way, and it's 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 just kind of natural. But when it's when they are growing up, you need to teach them and let them understand that yeah, this is not a stranger. This is a family. We love one another, and you let them understand that. This person is just like you to us. And you also avoid that uh, label. You don't label children. This is the smart one. This is the brilliant one. This is the fat, fat one. This is the beautiful one. They're all beautiful. They're all smart but they just have their own learning uh, uh, the the way their own learning pace so you need to embrace that you need to let them know they're different unique uh, traits and you need to celebrate them you need to let them know who is doing well with this kind of uh uniqueness that you think they have uh, who is doing well also with this one that this other person also possesses and you just need to celebrate them before one another you don't let one person feels like because he has this particular tendency he's better off than the other person no that's wrong you have to celebrate them equally and you must also teach them intentionally on how to answer one another in peace in love in unity and celebrate one another too the truth is they are not that young they see what you're doing so if you don't celebrate them if you don't let them love one another uh, they can pick it from anywhere else, they will pick that stuff from you. So, if you are the bitter one, you are distracted parents, sure. and all of that, yelling, mother, and all of that, they will yell at one another too. So, you could give them a good environment of love yeah. and peace and kindness. And then, um, before you know it, they replicate that. They will do that also. Give them attention, get yeah. attention, let them talk, let them play, let them interact and um, don't separate them when they are fighting and tell them go and face the world go and face the world make sure you let them explain let them talk and let them see where they've wronged one another and intentionally let them reconcile before you help them to reconcile and calm the conflict that's really how to do it. But yeah. the most important thing, them, you have to pray, you have to let them know the Lord. Your, your children must know the Lord and they must understand the things that are wrong. Name colleagues, abusing one another is really not right. Oh, share your toy. Oh, talk to your sister. Don't keep malice, don't gossip, this is wrong. People that do that, they are not children of God, let them know, let them learn, have enough. Before all of this um, sibling rivalry yeah. escalates, and they become toxic people in the future. They become people that do not celebrate other people in the future. Future, they become people that are always competing with friends with neighbors with um, colleagues at work i mean no let them celebrate themselves let them see themselves beautiful nice and kind and um, successful and uh, yeah they can do that to other people that's what i feel oh, really? yeah, I think yeah but really um, do, I mean, do we have eliminate... okay, okay okay i just wait for you
1: Okay, I thought I was agreeing with you. You can't completely eliminate conflict. You can't. I mean, in any family, because there are different people, you are not all the same, so there will be conflict. I mean, even look at Jesus and his disciples. What mm-hmm. They're asking Jesus, "Who is the greatest among them?" I'm sure Jesus will be looking like, "Are you guys okay? Like, this is the greatest among you." I'm saying, Jesus is about the presence of the Father of the Father, and the five disciples are arguing on who was the greatest. So, <laughs> I'm not really. You need conflict in your family but what you want to do is minimize. Exactly, you can help. <laughs> <Jesus> is like it. <laughs> no, you people don't don't put in my hands. I... Are <laughs> they serious?
0: Like
1: you want to you want to minimize it, and you want to equip your children with tools to manage oh. conflict yeah. very well because mm-hmm. you won't always be there to resolve exactly. their conflict, so they should be able to handle it and help it the way. Like you said, no foul language. There has to be ground rules. When you're fighting, when you're having an argument, you don't know, use abusive words. You don't get physical. You explain your grievances in a very calm, healthy manner. And much more than telling them those things. I mean, children will copy what they see you do. So if you have fights with your neighbors, with your spouse, with your siblings, the way you react, you are always shouting and you're always talking, not always listening, you're always abusive. They will replicate it with their siblings. So don't be surprised if you know, say, are you are you mad? Are you wondering? Where, where did you learn that from? They learned exactly. it from you.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: Nobody else. I told them. They learned it from you. <laughs> so yes, yeah, much more than telling. We have to show an yeah. example. That's what they first of all. see. You not know watch. We tell them. They look at how we act, and they just copy that. And you know, and you know, that becomes their own way of handling conflict. So you want to minimize. that. You want to give them tools to handle conflict in a very healthy manner you want to make sure whatever resolution they are coming to they are coming to those that resolution together and in case somebody does something bad you want your children to be involved in planning the consequences for your actions i had one neighbor one time and the child did something bad and the mom was saying why would you do that and she kept crying mom said no 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 no. explain why you Sorry. did that and she didn't let the child go so the child could explain Articulately why she did that. And she was just what about five years old? And I'm like, Yeah, (laughs) why (laughs) how can she understand? But you know, she gets the child to say, okay, I did this because of this. And when she found out what the root problem was, she could have now addressed it. And you know, say, Okay, we don't do this, we do this, what do you think I should do to you next time? You know, the child will say, Okay this is what you should do next time. Maybe take away my toy, take away my TV time. I know the next time the child does something like that, that's the consequence of um, the child's action. The
0: children, they really understand if you talk to them, if you teach them, they understand. And like you said, children learn not by what we we are saying to them, but what we are doing before them. And um, we learn to act right. right before them and, you know, live exemplary lives before them. Yes. And like you said, we should give them tools, you know, to um settle settle conflicts. We should give them tools because um looking at Roland now and the sister, I'm sure that um maybe there wasn't anyone to help them while they were growing up to settle or to curb their siblings' rivalry and look at them now. They're always getting on one another's snaps and even now when they <laughs> i'm sure they went for family get together and you know and they already have grandchildren for their parents and um, you know coming with grandkids you're coming with grandkids and you know they they got there and because of that which they didn't call exactly they didn't work on now they have to make a mess of this family reunion or family get together not nice. yeah, it's, it's really not nice. yeah. looking at the bible let's just quickly look at biblical perspectives You yeah. know, looking at the bible of course we, we know Rebecca okay is the mother of Esau and Jacob in which Rebecca favored Jacob over yeah. Esau you see the truth is Rebecca, Rebecca yeah. is um, not entirely a bad mother but she's just that person because of um probably because of what uh the experience she had in the uh when the children were still in the womb knowing that one would be this than the other and um, she acted on it. She's trying to help the Lord achieve <laughs> that she was so trying, so trying to help the Lord. And yeah, so. really like, because of that, just because of that, just because of that step that she took, you know, that those, those um, children had a rough with their relationship. They really had to rough together. They were not yeah. happy, you know jacob was thinking that isha would kill him can you imagine to the extent that like they were so they were so not happy with one another that they, there is possibility of one person taking the life
1: this
0: rivalry can actually mm-hmm. get to that point where they can they, they would be in competition to this and that one is actually ready to kill the other person or one person is wishing the other person dead or you know, sad or, you know and this <laughs> and the truth is you don't they don't need to grow up to have all of these things happening amongst them even as um, um 12 year olds they start feeling this person should not do well in this exam let me do well let me you know i can remember that when i was in the church uh, when i was still going to my when i was still a single lady and myself and my mom you know we attended the same church and there was a day, there was this prayer point that was raised in Mom's church and the pastor was saying something like um, pray, first of all she said he said pray that every child that is here, pray, pray, pray that you will be greater than your siblings in the name of Jesus you'll be greater, you know, saying it in Yoruba and you'll be greater than your siblings and you know, I I was I was was, (laughs) one, I was young I was young but I just knew that something wasn't right about that prayer as much as I feel that yeah prayer 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 you know I just knew something wasn't right, right rather something wasn't right about that prayer why should I be greater than this person before I am fulfilled before I am happy I love you know I, it was because of the overwhelming love that I have for my sibling. I just felt like no I'm not in, I'm not interested in being greater than my sister I want us to be great. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And I said that was
0: not enough. He raised another prayer point again, asking the firstborn to come outside. Oh my God. Firstborns come outside. And he said the blessings of the firstborn, the blessings of the firstborn to okay. come upon the firstborn. Okay, I think that's that's good prayer. Then all, all of a sudden, he just turned it around to say that all okay. the glory of the house, uh-uh, all the glory of the house, that the firstborn should have it. And that the, two, the remaining siblings that never would it happen that anyone is better than the first one that the remaining people will be the one taking care and I'm like I was I was like what
1: what kind of course is that
0: one (laughs) (laughs) we should just back along oh my god I just knew something was about that but that's it that's (laughs) where it starts you know with with things happening around and people, people uh-huh. uh, children just speak negative vibes here and there thinking that uh, they have to be greater than this person yeah they beautiful they have to look better than this person before they are accepted they have to you know all of these things and there are factors that are you know causing this siblings rivalry around and before you know it from your under under your roof your child will go out there to continue to continue what has started in the house so now if she wants to be validated by guys or she he wants to be validated by friends People around, he wants to hear them say it's good, it's handsome. He wants to hear okay. them say it's You know, you know. But when people know they are fine and they can do well based on their own unique ability, they can do well. They if if they work hard, if they, you know, they develop their skills and they work on their skills. They can really be fine. We need as parents to really teach them, and train them, and groom them. And it starts from the family before they start going out here in the United Kingdom. Uh, mm-hmm. Your children don't start going to school. You know, from a tender age, unlike all oh, these, um, a, a child is born today and tomorrow is already going to the, going to attend classes. I yeah. the, ABC the I'm telling
1: <laughs> you, like this place
0: until you are
1: three,
0: <laughs> you are not going anywhere. So uh, to me, it just feels like, see, they want every child to have that value, that family understanding, everything you can teach that child. Everything you can give to your child such that when your child is going out, your child has enough to withstand the world. Your child your child has enough, you know, to stand to you know to overcome anything that is being thrown at her or him. And that's the way it should really be, every sense of it. We must groom our children to be able to withstand things that are happening. I don't know if if there is any other person in the Bible you want to share, yeah. but of course we know of the prodigal son, uh, we know of the prodigal son with the brother. We know how the elder brother was saying something like, "Our oh, father, why I am the I am this kind of child, why are you just paying attention to this? This one is not the nice one. Everything yes. right? <laughs> this one is not the nice one. Yeah. This one is the prodigal yeah. one. Exactly. It's my reward. So, and they have this they have this I'm yes, yes. The response of the father. I really love the father. The way the father responded, he said see
1: you are always
0: with the inheritance why you don't have to quarrel you're always with it everything that is mine is dying it's for you it's
1: it's
0: not it's not for one person it's not it's not nobody is having my attention all to himself or to herself you both are my children and you both have everything that I possess I'm sure that you 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 have things you want to share about by Uh your practical perspective things people in the scripture you know that's had, yeah.
1: Yeah, yes. Yeah. I mean, the Bible is even completed a lot of things. We're born, you know. We you know Adam and Eve were created, they didn't come through that normal through a woman. When so the first set of humans came and gave up, they came through Eve. they saw their own sibling rivalry and how it lets death of body for them let the first mother ever increase. I imagine. They offered the 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 sacrifice and Abel was respected, Cain was not respected. And I came with I thought, I'm the firstborn Like, I came first. So, not my own sacrifice be respected over my brother's? mother's. And God was trying to tell him that, better be careful to know, to if you talk That is not going to happen. You do well, won't you be rewarded? But nothing was listening. And in that spit of jealousy and anger, he killed his brother and we saw how God punished him and how God caused him and we him be one And we look. if we look at the story talking about Jacob and Esau. And even looking at Jacob's wives, Leah and Rachel, they were sisters and their own dynamics were quite different because not only are these sisters, they are both wives of the same man and the same kind. So there was that competition for affection. But okay. Jacob loved so I must have wondered how Leah felt to be the first wife and not have the affection of your husband and she felt down. So she gave it a first time and she thought the other one to come at the person that was from the school. Jacob said she loved to first Rachel and it caused such a friction between both of them. There was a time our son got married for and Rachel was asking for said, Okay, you want to take my son single to my husband? happened. You know, it caused such a friction between both of them. And we saw that um God saw that and because of that kind of made Leah here to have children for such that to have that comfort that she didn't she didn't have the love of her husband. And if Rachel had given birth to a child first and Leah had not been birthed. Yeah. So we saw that dynamic sister that vibrant right between both of them the for their husband's affection. Mm-hmm and we saw how that translated to the next generation because we saw the dynamic
0: between Joseph and that's that what happens that is what happens mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of yeah. like a spirit we saw the, yeah it's one of the slaves of yeah exactly and we saw how they
1: hated Joseph The so Jacob transferred the love he had for Rachel to our son our first child which was Joseph he made a rainbow because of many colors for you know, Joseph and the brothers saw this and they thought, ah. I mean, Jacob Joseph was the 11th child. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you, you could not pick any of the first ten to be your favorite child. It's not like the 11th child that you picked as a favorite child. Like, Jacob showered you know, him a lot of love. And that kind of caused jealousy in the hearts of his brothers. So they
0: copied. They thank god that thank god that god was you know was involved in god is joseph if not do you know <laughs> that, that rivalry would have you know cost <laughs> joseph's destiny they probably would have killed him if god he would wasn't. have exactly. and they, the, the prime minister <laughs> that was going to help
1: they probably would have killed him like he said and they would have killed themselves so, mm-hmm. because during the time of farming they have done
0: exactly so siblings are it's, it's actually very very it's, it's not something
1: we look at yes yeah, it's very very big mm-hmm. yes and it can send from generation to generation i mean i just talked about joe jacob rachel jacob and joseph and like you said you have your mom spikes your siblings exactly. i remember my mom was fighting with siblings i was in university and she called me that i should not call uncle. Okay. Uncle, this I should not call until this. I was like, "What's my own business? I don't like fighting with your siblings. Why are you involving me? me I'm not fighting different. with my own uncle." And, and before it, you know tell it, me
0: I, and I you do know that there was actually a time. This really happened. There was actually a time that her, my mom, she, she actually didn't want to tell us, but you know we were just these children that ah, you abused my mother, you abused my mother, and she was talking about yes. We we had to. She was talking with her siblings on the phone, and they had this this conversation that led to you know them having a quarrel and you know when she was gone we kept asking her what happened what happened and when she eventually told us man i picked up my phone and i called that other person you know i i really regret doing that that day the truth is (laughs) and because of that if you're not careful because of that you continue you pick it up from where they stopped like eating on people yeah it's like you are there, will, you will, there will be friction but we have to train our own children, the next generation people around us, that families especially you should you not you should live that kind of life where you feel like, okay there is this thing that we cannot reconcile there is this um, issue there is this problem that we cannot solve together but we have to just go in our separate ways it shouldn't be so at all and do you know that this will really take us to that point where we want to discuss about Roland and his sister. Do you know that God is interested in solving the sibling rivalry problems? Sincerely, I saw it in the scripture that God's actually interested in. Do you know that when Cain killed um, Abel, do you know that um, God didn't smite him? God didn't kill him? God didn't say oh, high for unhigh kind of thing. No. Yeah. God, God, God forgave him. In fact, God also told him that, see, you won't be killed. I will put this all over you that you'll be preserved and all of that. So to me, it feels like God is trying to say, see, the truth is, yes, your brother has wronged you. This had happened and all of that. Yes, the blood of your brother is crying in the soil due to what you've done and all of that. But I i just see it as God is also interested in saying, see, this can always happen. This person will wrong you. And do you know, Messiah, that there are these people sometimes you help that brother you help that sister they or some younger you know they're just these siblings of ours that they're just too too impossible to please and they're always getting on your nerves your younger one she's just just too naughty and you're trying your best to do this trying your best to please them trying your best and they are just and I are just like and you're just like when I leave for the university bye bye I don't I'm going to just be very very happy I can remember growing up with my hey. my sister she's always wearing my dresses I just washed this dress with picked it up again and when I get back and I'm like did you pick my dress I didn't pick it so where's the dress if I before I'll find the dress where she's worn it and of course, because she was scared that I would probably be angry with her because she, she wore the dress. Uh, and I was planning to wear it probably to work or something. And she would go and hide the thing in. Oh, God. So, <laughs> I am going to I wouldn't have the dress to wear because I already planned it. And I would also find the dress. A lot of things happen, but, you know, we have to understand that we are siblings and God wants love. God wants us to follow peace with all men. And do you know that when also Jacob and Esau were having this their issue, do you know that Jacob prayed to the Lord in Genesis chapter 32, verse 9? He prayed to the Lord on how God should help him find favor in, before his brother. We must come to that point where we want to follow peace. We must come to that point where we just want to reconcile. We don't 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 be helping. No. No, I must get justice. I must, you know. <laughs> no, with our siblings, with God, we should follow peace with all men, not just our siblings. see
1: mm-hmm. you. Yes. Yes. Talking about Roland and his sister, I mean, there are some things he can learn from the reconciliation between Jacob and Esau, and there's one thing first of all, took the initiative. It wasn't like oh, some years have passed and shouldn't be so forgotten and forgiven and forgotten. I mean, why is it being this broad or something that happened how many years ago? I mean, we all have wives, we have children, so why is he still angry? Look, no, he took the initiative, he understood that it was wrong. What he did, even though years had gone by, it was still wrong and needed to make amends for it. So he took that initiative, first of all, and he sent gifts, you know, ghosts, and cartoons and know, just <laughs> say to them like just go ahead of me first of all unless either want to you know step his anger down mm-hmm. a bit so Roland can first of all take the okay even though it might have not been um okay i've um, been my parents favorite and understand where his sister is coming from if you're parent if you're your parents favorite it's over the years that means your sister has been neglected and that sort of built resentment mm-hmm. Within her, and that resentment has you know got her time to fester for years. Even now that you are both adults, that resentment has festered. So, if you should understand that okay, this is where she's coming from. If I were in her shoes, would I be okay with it? I try to do something that you know likes. You take her to if she likes um, going to the movies or she likes going on vacations, try and create a time, a space where you can just take her. To do something that she enjoyed. Oh. Just using that same example, So saw um, Jacob sending gifts to Esau. Then he prayed, like yeah. he said, his prayer was going to spare his life. And I remember when he slept and he saw the angels coming and he rested with the angel. And God, the angel said that he has, um, he, sh- he shall no longer be called Jacob, he shall be called Israel because he has driven with God and with man and he had prevailed. So he had that word that he was holding on to when he went. To meet Esau, that he has he has striven with God a man and he has prevailed. So beyond that, we have to, like you said, pray. Not only pray, get a word. Yeah. That is the word working with everything you do will be as a result of the world, world you are holding. The other thing that Jacob did was when he met Esau, the first thing he did was he bowed down exactly. seven times. And that's like a shock you to really yeah. Like I am so exactly. I am so so sorry. that bowed seven times to him that he and just to show that see I'm I understand that what what I did was wrong what I did was very very bad. I am really like I come to you humble do with me as mm-hmm. you please I saw so, you know he saw hugging him and kissing him and you know both of them hugging and it was a good reconciliation That's- story so you want to photo what the- your sister is angry, I might be feeling, ah, yeah, do adults, Now why is she still angry? Understand the part whether consciously or subconsciously, that you played in uh, anger. And, okay, take the initiative to say, okay, I want reconciliation. Try and do something or create a time with some to do something that she loves, whether it's going to the movies or going to the museum or going to watch an art show or an art exhibition. Just something that you know that makes her happy, things that give her pleasure. Create a time for an activity, for both of you to really do that together. Then pray. That should even be the first thing. Pray.
0: Get a the word. Then. Exactly.
1: Yes, yeah, don't try to say, um I did this, but you did this also. We are both to blame.
0: When you, you see <laughs> go to
1: them. Be also. You, you mean it's not. I'm not saying that we are I'm both here to say I'm here to say that you did something, like something we like, are both you, to blame, you, no when you
0: come together to start talking about it then you start revisiting and before you know it we are back to square one yeah. and we are back to that point yeah. where we are fighting
1: okay. you, the, 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 I think the line of your talk should be that okay, you see that and I say I, I put myself in your shoes looking back over the years now I see where we have wronged you and I see where I have wronged and I see where you felt neglected and where we pushed you aside and for this I am very very sorry. very and sorry I'm, to...
0: I'm sorry do mm-hmm. you know that uh, concerning Roland and the sister's story he made mention of the parents being the the favoritism the, the of the parents you know being the reason you mm-hmm. get, looking at um, what's mm-hmm. happened between Jacob and Esau would also see that same thing played out, knowing that this it was the mother Rebecca was the one that pushed this brother over his brother against his brother. And you know, I, I I I could see it play like mother, why should I do this? You have to do this exactly because she was trying to, you know, she was trying to help the Lord or probably the fulfillment of the promise of the prophecy. And because of that, Jacob didn't blessing. later on in the future, he's then being changed to a Israel, didn't later on in the future feel like, but it was my mom that caused it. It wasn't really my fault. We were young that time. It was my mom that caused it. No, he honed up. He took responsibility all right so you you have to go to Mm -hmm. get to that point Roland where you want to hone up to it you are not saying oh it was my mom they were just uh, I was just a child and they were favoring me no you want to hone up to where I really do not like this and I've i feel that that's that's been happening when we're young is the reason i'm sports the reason i probably i dishonor you maybe this is like the eldest one or the eldest sister or you are the or the younger one whichever way you yeah, want or maybe parents do you know that parents really <laughs> we are so blessed in jesus name you know it could just be that because Roland happened to be a boy and this is like you get it you know yeah. that they are favoring the male child we need to put that into consideration every child is a gift and a blessing from god and we should celebrate them equally you don't want to leave this world leaving Mm -hmm. your children behind and they don't have family members that they are close to because they are fighting because of the seed of this god that you saw in their midst before you left you want children that are happy see right now Right now, I really miss my siblings so, so much. I miss them. I want to be with them. The truth is, that's your first home. That's your first home where you can be without anyone painting you in a certain way where you can be happy, where you feel safe. And that's what family should be. It should be Mm -hmm. where we feel safe, where we feel happy. And God... Are distributed yes. us in such a way that we can receive love from certain people and call them our family members we must let it be like that, let that mm-hmm. standard of God be like that, it should be family of love it should be where we receive love yes
1: yeah I agree with you, you know, we say the family is like the basic unit mm-hmm. of the society and whatever person will be, is determined by the kind of family setting in your and I feel a lot of those skills that we lay emphasis on as an adult, um, conflict resolution skills, teamwork, leadership skills, social skills, the family is like the uh-huh. best place to learn those skills, to start building and developing those skills, how to resolve conflict in a healthy manner, how to work together as a team. So the family is like the first place to start developing those skills before you not even go out into the real world. So as parents, we should understand our responsibilities. They're not just... Giving birth for the sake of giving birth. You should understand that okay, children are a gift from God, they are not us. We are caretakers and we have to be very proactive in our duties to ensure that we groom and we train fully formed, you know, adults, like fully functioning adults. We don't want big children to grow into adults and they will now release them into society and they start to cause a dominance in the society. We should understand this picture that we should keep it in mind that, see, clean up your child in the way you should go. When they yeah, won't depart from it, so we have our, our responsibility as parents is that we need to train the student, fully equip them with all they are going to need okay. in life, socially, financially, relationship wise, career wise. It's our responsibility to fully equip them, and we must. Not be ashamed to seek for help. Nobody knows it all. You can ask parents who have trained children. ahead of you. You can meet professionals. You can meet trained professionals. So you should not feel ashamed. I mean, there are some cultures that if you start to seek for help, especially when you you have very it difficult children, you've tried all your Get best.
0: Help
1: for them. People tend to and <laughs> make you feel some of that. You don't know what you're doing. Don't feel that way. Best to have a healthy child
0: to stay than to, you know, patch
1: up with you know, to the society
0: you get a <laughs> threat,
1: yeah. You get one that will not start watching your child or discovery ID because your child has become a serial killer and you they'll not start tracing you back to family okay. settings and you just be like, most of the children of- that <laughs> recover
0: in the society are children that are not receiving enough love in the family, that's what research says. We, we, we should learn to let that family give them that love, fill them with that love so that they go mm-hmm. outside to to be exemplary citizens, to be citizens that have hold values, citizens that you know are doing yeah. things the right way the way they should be done and we must not forget the place of god in parenting it starts from a early stage we must not forget the place of god teach them the words of god let them know the things that are right family let them know this was what eli didn't do eli didn't let them let them know you know the bible was trying to record this saying was record, uh, record saying that is it that eli is afraid to talk to his children instead of him to even be afraid of god him to Reverend God is he, scared of talking to the children that what they are doing is wrong. Let us talk to our children. What they are doing is wrong. If they are doing acting against the will of God, if they are, you know, act, not acting right, talk to them, pray for them. Give them, you know, values, teach them the word. Give them everything that we equip them like besides said, give them that. And also parents, we need the grace of God. Like besides said, sometimes their children that are acting in a very beautiful way, or they're acting like us, or they're doing things in a way that we really like, do you know? It's very, very natural for us to feel drawn towards them than the other children. Yes. But we must yeah. to find a fine yeah. balance. And that's why we are all called the children of God. There's no first secondborn, third one. <laughs> because God understands that if you should do that, oh my God, there will be a lot of complaints at the gate of heaven. There is no this person is this This person is got that this is it the kingdom of God has principles you follow it you get the results. and that we, we might not be as accurate and confident as that but I know by the help of the Holy Spirit we can arrive at that point because I do have something to say while we just put it around though, and um, next week will be another amazing one yes and what thing I
1: want to say is for what- you no, know, we adults that maybe we still have issues with our siblings but why we understand that family setting your background your childhood might have formed the basis for what's happening now but one thing i believe is for every adult you have to take responsibility for how you want your life to be and how you want it to look like in the future so don't forget this is my mommy that causes my daddy that causes because I was, you know you've gone yeah. past all that now you've seen you've got better you've seen relationships You've seen people in relationships that work. You've, read, you've seen stories, good stories. You've read stories, good stories. You've watched good stories of family and relationships. So you know what works now. You know what the ideal thing is, is now. And it's now your duty to ensure that your life right now replicates that and go past all this name, this blame, name calling and blaming this person and blaming that person. And you're saying, okay, this is what has happened now. So what's the way forward? I need to talk to my, you need to talk to your parents, you need to talk to your siblings. You do that. Explain that, okay, we understand that we've had a rough past, but we want to move towards a brighter future, not just for ourselves, but for the next generations. You don't want the family trees that with each generation, it keeps dividing, 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 dividing. And after the 20th generation, you have relatives that do not know each other. the family will now
0: be needing deliverance. That's that's major. And the devil likes to hide under anything dark. (laughs) perpetrates is hero it destroys a family it mm-hmm. blinds a, a, a family oh. that is so blessed and you know turn them against one another because of something little that we can just walk on and would be great well uh, yeah we've come mm-hmm. to the end of this discussion uh, really <laughs> we will be um, back next beautiful. week with another episode of the open discussions until then remember and aim is life, and this life is it's the light of it's men. The life. Thanks for this.